0: Oh bro. We're live. Okay, here we are. We are
1: live. Welcome to another episode of Black Lions Airspace. I am Zachary Shiloh. I have very special guests who I am going to introduce shortly. Please email me at Z A C S H I 130 at gmail.com. Also, please go to my link tree. And subscribe to my YouTube page, which is home of Black Lions EyeSight. My guests have been friends of mine for roughly over two years now. I've said time and again that <clears throat> they are the first family of podcasting in general. Without them, like many others, there is no Black Lions airspace. They were the biggest advocates, especially the eldest member of this team, that I should do my own thing of being a podcaster. With that said, thank you to my special guests. Welcome on to Roaming Around Black Lions Domain with the NGB podcast. Good morning. Good morning, Zachary. How
2: are
0: you? I'm
1: doing well. How are you? Oh, this is cool. And you know,
2: I'm a regular listener to your podcast. Today I get the podcast edition because I can actually see you at the same time. This is great.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So we can also turn this up a little bit. All right. Well, welcome to Black Lion's Eyesight as well, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever see this. Okay. So, like I said, we've known each other basically two years now, I gotta believe. Yeah. I remember Graham, you and I—we really started to bond because we were regulars in the chat for uh, VFTR, if I'm correct. You from the salt rope, yeah. Eventually, we started to click with the love of pro wrestling in general, especially with our kind of uh, disdain for WWE. <laughs> To some degree or another. Kind of a little quiet.
2: Because I was going to say, I got Mason back into... Well, I got Mason started on wrestling. And obviously WWE is an obvious entrance into that. And um, yeah, once I discovered the indies, yeah, WWE had no interest for me at all. Um, I was watching it basically just so I could record with Mason. And um, I know we're going to talk about the MGB podcast. But yeah, certainly that show has evolved. And we've been going just over two years now. Certainly the first year, I think, was... Pretty much all WWE, with the exception of Nova Pro that we used to review.
1: Oh, man. I remember the first few episodes and just being in awe of Mason as a podcaster overall. He reminded me of Kelsey just like that because he had this lightness to him. He would not go on air just saying how everything absolutely stunk. He actually gave this love of everything that he saw and had an objection to it. When he thought something was really, really bad, he would actually just say it straight up. Okay, this is what I like. This is what I didn't like. And for that, I always had respect for your son. And then along came a little... uh, Jackson. Jackson, there we go. There we go. Jackson 5, there we go. And along comes him, and I'm even more blown because of his age and the fact that he was actually watching uh, 205 every single week. And somehow, some way, you guys made it work. And I actually fell in love with your family for many, many years now. And without you guys, again, there's no me as a podcaster. So. With that said, thank you very much for giving me that push last year.
2: I know the comment was, if Jackson can do a podcast at age five, there is no excuse for anybody else.
1: Exactly. And I will keep on saying that until my face is blue, because that's the absolute truth. So for my listeners out there that don't mind the umpteenth go around, I actually was just A podcasting fan. I knew these guys by way of our dear friends from the view from the top rope. Also, our dear, dear friend Matt Willis, who I'm trying to still get on this doggone show. I'll remind him next time I talk to him. Yeah, we need to actually start actually coming up with an actual time for him to get on here because he keeps on saying, oh, I want to go on your show. I want to go on your show. Okay, sir. Let's get you on. Let's have a respectable time because I know he's highly the biggest busy person in our industry, basically. (laughs) He's got a mad attack. uh, The thing with his boo-boo. uh, What else does he have? That video game podcast. Uh... G, B, C, and C, B, with you. Wait, yep. like, How many other things does this guy got?
2: You don't know the half of it, and I think that's very optimistic of you even trying to list all the different podcasts that he has. And once again, there's another person who, I don't know if you can class this as a good cop moment or a bad cop moment. Mason's directly responsible. Like, he used to do podcasting. He dropped out about three years ago, and then he heard that we were doing wrestling podcasts. I've known him for many years on a, a different podcast, um, different page on facebook uh we used to talk on there once he saw that we've had that share in wrestling he said hey can i come on the show like sure we don't know what we're doing anyway this was episode six i think or episode seven it was really early on and um yeah at that point we bonded and then suddenly he decided well this is only an occasional thing appearing on mgb i want to do this regularly who would have known a year and a half later that he would have, I don't even know how many episodes he's got. I know Mags has listed us three pods, and I saw he updated it yesterday to all pods. Um, yeah, Matt Willis has got to be over five. He's got to be five to ten. He just rebrands them. He keeps giving them different names. He claims it's not a new podcast, but every time he has a new idea, it's a podcast.
1: <laughs> That's the absolute truth. I remember just hearing him go with the video games bit then all of a sudden, he and his booboo got one going, and I'm saying to myself, "Jesus, how does he do it?" <laughs> hey,
2: I- do an exclusive. I don't think I've ever mentioned this except off-air with Matt. Um, I listen to all of the View from the Top Rope except for like the last mm-hmm. ten minutes. As soon as he ans- as soon as it says and the final guest is Matt Willis, that's it. I always skip. I don't want to hear him talking about video games. I know he loves to, <laughs> know he to find them up. So I do listen to V from the top right, but I do not listen to any of his questions. I hear enough of me tweak as it is anyway.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, and what's the recurring joke that you and I used to have that uh, Matt runs uh, the Visionaries while Chad and Diesel are just pretty much there to give him fuel?
2: (laughs) He's got to produce 50% of the content for that network, pretty
1: much. Oh, man. And respects to Chad and Diesel for letting them do something. Absolutely. If I'm laughing, yes. However, I mean this from a place of love, compassion, and understanding True. So if Chad, Diesel, and uh, Matt are listening, I'm not making fun of you. It's just a place of, as I said. Okay, so... Your podcast, MGB, it mainly is about pro wrestling. So, Mason, how did it really come about?
0: So, Blade, Dad said something about Blade Job saying that we should start a podcast. And I think he was like saying it's a throwaway con- uh, comment, but I took it seriously. And mm-hmm. I remember I was just going to school one day and I had nothing to do. So, I just started typing up uh like a note to that about the podcast and i like thought of like what should we should do it on what the name should be like when we should do it and i don't think i think it would have been so hard for him to say no to that so that's kind of how it got started and he liked it i liked it so
2: oh man right over the blade job show we were trying to get at the time He was so into wrestling and I used to listen to wrestling podcasts and he wanted to listen as well. But the problem was most of them weren't PG. So there was very few he could actually listen to. And um, yeah, Ryan just said, well, why don't you do your own then? That is PG. I just didn't think anything of it at all. Mentioned it to Mason because I thought it was funny. And um, yeah, he took it on board and he ran with it. And yeah, he listed, he listed, he forgot some other stuff. Like he listed like what the equipment was, how much the equipment was, He had everything down there. Like, he was so far ahead of me in terms of my thoughts about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I've never seen him give anything this amount of thought. He was so far ahead of where I was in terms of being ready to do a podcast that it was like, how as a teacher could I not say yes to that? That sounds like an excellent opportunity.
1: Oh, man. When I was Mason's age, I was just in junior high school myself. I was... I believe getting into WWF, not yet, a little bit more, WCW was in the process of closing. So there was no means of me talking about the pro wrestling stuff except for with random friends. Mason is a pioneer in our industry. He's one of the very few who really just came along and ran with the ball. I don't know any other 12-year-olds that actually podcast like he does, especially with a format, a format of, okay, we're talking WWE right now, then we're going to... Uh, what's one of those promotions that you guys went to that closed down? I'm trying to... remember. Yes, there you go. So... He would go from one to another one, then another one and bang it out within sometimes less than a half an hour from what I remember. I would be in awe sometimes just saying, this kid is quick. We might as well calm the flash. And for that, Mason, I always respect you, kiddo. I know one of the things he had on his
2: original notes was um, the fact it was like, I don't think he used these words, but like a generational podcast. And I think that was the other thing that kind of appealed to me as well. The fact that I'm coming from somebody who's coming back into wrestling for somebody who's seen wrestling for the first time, I I thought that would be a good contrast. Uh, The differences in terms of age, and yeah, it it, it did. It worked absolutely great. Although those first episodes, I know you said you listened to those. We've listened back to them. They're so nervy. I don't know if you've listened back to any of your early ones. It's painful to do, but you can see that we... We were passionate about it. We just didn't quite know how to do this. And we're at the point now where I know we've had over 100 episodes of MGB, appearing um, on other people's podcasts as well. I've probably been on nearly 200 now. It's just something that becomes a lot more natural. I think the thing that probably helped us, and we talk, I know we talked about this before, is we used to do the podcast. We just didn't used to record it. Like, we would talk about it across the dinner table. We'd talk about it as we were driving somewhere. Hey, did you, And let me tell you about what happened yesterday, and what do you think about We used to do it, but we just didn't use to record it. So I guess we were slightly further along the line on that episode one, so it wasn't quite as bad as what it might have been if we would suddenly just decided, hey, we're going to do a random podcast on whatever it is.
1: Yeah, those episodes still boggle my mind, and how you guys just grew from that. Oh, man. I was really one of those hardcore fans of you guys Almost basically since episode one, I remember just pulling you aside, Graham, and just saying how much Mason felt like Kelsey, like child Kelsey. The fact that he was so bubbly, so warm, so compassionate and kind. He didn't come from a place of uh, negativity. (laughs) (laughs) Felt like he's (laughs) done. Negativity. (laughs) He had his moments where he let it be known that something was absolutely horrible but always it was from a place of love, compassion and understanding for his age. Speaking of which boys will be boys so sports lives are concerned in your family. So Mason I understand if I'm correct. Please correct me if I'm wrong, that you actually do amateur wrestling and baseball. So, what's that like?
0: Um. So, for wrestling, they, closed, they canceled regionals where all the schools in our region, they faced together to see which was the best school. And that was shut down. For baseball, my travel team, we have practices, but They're not – the whole team isn't there most of the time. We only have, like, ten kids. And there are some kids from other baseball teams there to help us get a bigger practice in so we can do, like – so we can do, like, scrimmages. And I don't think that we can actually do other travel teams. And middle school baseball is closed down. And all spring sports in middle school are closed down, too.
2: Yeah, the um, the Little League, because it's poten- Mason has the potential to be on several teams, actually, for baseball. Um, Jackson's also playing baseball as well. Um, yeah, Little League right now, it's postponed, and certainly until April. And I have a feeling it'll probably be extended upon that point. A lot of people have put in sort of temporary things, like, hey, we're out for three weeks, and then quickly re- they're realizing it's a lot more serious than this, and they're going further. Like, I know NWA is canceled until June. I think it said June 11th. So they went straight ahead, and we just like, hey, we're just going to go. We're going to go like three months without doing anything. So, yeah, it's definitely up in the air with regards to things like that. Luckily, most of his wrestling season was almost complete um, because the spring sports were starting to get ready to kick in. So um, he got most of that season in. But, um, yeah, baseball. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? And that's part of the reason why I would say we were supposed to be on the show a while ago. We agreed to come on the show and then it just got crazy. We didn't even get to we couldn't even record MGB. We were on hiatus for a little bit. And um, we just didn't even have time to record our own show. So I said, yeah, we're not going to be able to, we'll, we'll find time at some point. I thought it would probably be the summer. I figured that's probably when it would get a little less crazy. And that's when I got back to you. I said, hey, we got, we're out of school for four weeks. We've just at the point of recording. We've just finished our first week off. So I said, yeah, we have time. This sounds like the perfect way of uh, self-isolating, recording podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. The coronavirus has been so obnoxious. Jeez. I work in the Medicare industry, and it is really obnoxious to go to work every single day having to sign my name to a sign-in sheet, get my temperature read, and have to wear a mask or cotton-picking day. And I'm saying to myself, I hope that God does actually answer, because I cannot do it. Speaking of the coronavirus, it's affected many, many people, as Graham said, and I've touched upon this. My hope is that it will be gone by summertime. That's the number one hope, especially given our common ties, which is to the pro wrestling industry. It's been hit very, very heavy. We have stuff like the New Japan Cup, Wrestle Expo, and countless other things just canceled because of this nasty epidemic. And as it's stated or slated to happen, right now, New Japan is still saying that in August, they're still going to try and do what is referred to as Wrestle Dynasty here, here in New York. My hope, my prayer is that still I can go. But we cannot predict the future, and that scares me to some degree. Well, with that said, if everything is okay at that point in time, is there a chance, if you guys are not busy, very busy during the summer? that you may try and do that show or something like it? I don't know exactly when that is. Is
2: that early August, late August?
1: Uh, okay, give me uh, the boys' uh, schedule and I'll fill it in. If well, the reason,
2: I'm, the reason I'm saying it is um, August is the time. I would say we started going back to school before, um, uh, I always get it wrong, right? Labor Day. And um, teachers have to go back two weeks early. So we have that period where Mason and Jackson are with uh, grandparents in Ohio. And because mm-hmm. we have to go back to school. So we have to get all the classroom ready. We have to do our training, all that stuff. So I don't know. Once it starts to hit uh, probably about the second week, uh, perhaps third week of August, then it's uh, yeah, we're kind of not together at that point at all. So probably around after the 10th, we're probably not right. together. And after that, obviously school starts as well. So unless mm-hmm. it was at the start of August, then I don't think we'll be attending that event.
1: Okay, checking the calendar, because I remember the date off my head. I'm just being safe. Okay, uh, Russell Dynasty, or what people are trying to say is going to be bigger than Russell Kingdom, air quotes, ladies and gentlemen, is still slated for August 22nd.
2: Yeah, but yeah, that's not when we're going to be, that's, there's no way. That's probably around the time where either you're going to be in Ohio, actually, I think you're still in Ohio at that time uh so yeah that's probably one we won't get to that was one actually i think last year we actually recorded uh via skype at certain things mason would watch an event i would watch an event and then we'd just talk on skype about it just so we could keep the show ticking over
0: no that uh, was one memory that i remember we were talking about alexa bliss and my grandparents have alexas in every room so every <laughs> time <I was laughs> alexa, it would it would just go off
2: <laughs> i don't think well, you ever told me that, that was funny
1: well, I'm hoping that if everything still comes together, I will still be gone. All I know from not being on social media is that in our community, Rasslin Ranton, who I love and adore like an older brother like you, Graham, and our dear friend Jenna from SOS Russell Talk, they are slated to go if things are going to still be good. When I get back to social media, and it's coming soon, it is coming soon, I am holding myself to this. I am coming back May 4th. I will be back on Facebook and Twitter, because as much as I love being off of social media, social media has been a comfort zone. It's been a place of love and support, like from YouTube. Uh, Matt Willis, the VFTRs, the Rastan Rantons, and so many others. And I feel that now that I'm looking healthier, I'm much in a better shape than I was when I left. It's time for me to return. So when I do so, please look out for the name of BLK Lyon One Three Zero. That is me. I will be back.
2: I've been seeing the promos and it's social media is definitely a double edged sword. There, there is the downside to it, but there is a the positive side as well. Um, I would say for, for the podcast that we do, being able to follow independent wrestlers, um, they're obviously a lot more accessible than your WWE wrestlers or your new Japan wrestlers as well. Um, it's just so much easier for the podcast to be able to do that, but also to promote the podcast as well. Like Mason's account really is pretty much for promoting his own podcast Um, for promoting things on the vision wrestling network and if he like his wrestling matches i put up there or if he's got something important at baseball i'll post that most of the stuff i try and keep off his account and i just use my own personal account for posting other stuff but yeah i think the key is to have possibly have more than one account that's probably the way around it Um, i know you talked about wanting to use it mainly for promoting your podcast and i think that's a great way of actually limiting the time you probably spend on social media or how you choose to use it
1: Oh, yes, I plan to do so, because thing could be so annoying. Jesus Christ. Like, how people can be on that all day long without losing their heads, I do not understand. Especially given the current circumstances of the world we're in. Like, how they try and just navigate all day long. Like, okay, you're hearing that this thing is nasty. Meaning, the coronavirus, why do you want to stay around? Go away for a while, go to work, go to school, do something with your lives. For God's sakes. So that fuels me in my sense of return to social media. And thank you, Graham, for being by my side as I work through my demons and everything. I appreciate Hello. it.
2: I felt that if I, felt, if I knew something I saw that was relevant to you, I made sure that I try to share that with you uh, through email. And um, it is tough. I know there's things that when I saw that, there was a lot of people posting at the time about the negative sides of social media as well. And um, I knew that was something that would um, kind of help you to justify that decision that you made at that time. But yeah, I think that's the good thing about social media. You do realize that other people are going through sort of the same issues that you're going through as well. You don't feel quite so, I'm in this by myself, when you get to see other people. And that's that wrestling community can be a really good thing as well. Obviously, you've Mm -hmm. talked about a lot of people. And same for me. I've met a lot of people through social media, um, through Twitter. And um, my life's definitely the better for it. So it definitely depends on how you use it, for sure.
1: Oh, man. It takes me back to the good old days when I didn't really have so much to worry about. Before I became a podcaster. And then you guys came along, started telling me you know, I could do this thing. And here I am going into June 16th, <laughs> really a podcaster of my own rights. And I'm still looking for people to come on. And that's partially why I'm returning to social media, because of the likes of you, the Matt Willis's everybody who gave me the platform to be where I am. But that, I'll forever be grateful. Because you guys didn't have to push me. But you did. And I don't know what else to say beyond that besides thank you. The uh, whole chain,
2: like I say, Blade job pushed us. I don't think we needed to put push Matt Willis particularly. I think he was already <laughs> kind of He needed a little bit. of. He was not sure about it. And he was like, come on, you're a natural at this. It's obvious. You've done this before. This is not. And then the same sort of thing. I'm glad he pushed Mags because Mags was clearly such a positive influence on uh, Twitter as well. And Uh and I would say we will see him absolutely blossom. And, um, yeah, I don't know really what took him so long. He had a lot of views. He has a lot of positivity, a lot of energy, which is kind of an important attribute as well. And, um, yeah, and then similar things, like, he's managed to push people as well. And, uh, yeah, the chain goes on, and then we pushed you, and then you're going to push somebody. In. Yeah, that whole circle just keeps, on, it just, it just keeps on going and going. And, yeah, that whole chain reaction thing is crazy.
0: The thing about getting the push, you get that push of confidence, but after that, you're all by yourself. You have to have at least a little skill to ha- after that push so you can go run by yourself for a little bit like you just get a push
2: start yeah i, I think one of the things on twitter people will know because obviously we see you interact. when you go to interact with what well, used to be 140 characters and now 280 characters you can kind of <laughs> get a sort of feel for what people want to say or the questions that they used to ask on, on view from the top rope and things like that so you get an idea of is this person somebody who's going to add something to this conversation or is it just the run of the mill stuff so i think that's Kind of an important thing as well but yeah certainly being able to find that niche is certainly important what can you do that other people cannot do or what is different about what you want to say than what everybody else is saying
1: oh man i'm still learning how to do different things as far as being a podcaster is concerned matter of fact i'm even trying to find other outlets besides Gerald skype which is a common industry use i'm trying to see if there's other video call stuff that I could do. All okay. right. I'm just trying to build my brand up a little bit more. I'm Like I said, time to get, ladies and gentlemen, I am a multi-dimensional show. There is not just pro wrestling. I do so much other stuff, and trying to find my niche in this crazy, crazy world we live in, round and round we go. <clears throat> it's becoming more Important that you can hold your own, especially with this uh woman that I'm trying to get on the show. Supposedly she was asking questions about social media, and I was honest, I said I don't have one right now, but I gave her three dates that I would like to record with her. And at that point in time, I will be back on social media. So what that means is I'll be able to have platforms to promote myself. You know? and I learned from the absolute best in our industry. (laughs) Hint, hint. If anybody does not (laughs) see, (laughs) hint, hint. So, again, thank you very much and I'm continuing to grow because of you guys. Well, let's see, next on the docket, we got through with the social medias. Just having fun in general when we're not dealing with podcasting or sports. What do you guys do for just fun?
2: You've not had much time at all recently. so um,
0: I do play disc golf.
2: <laughs> that, that's probably our new one. I know Matt Willis likes to make fun of me on Good Cop, Bad Cop for that, but yeah, certainly in the last six months, uh, disc golf has been something that we've uh, picked up and um, played fairly regularly and to the point where I think it started just as a casual thing. Where we used to go play mini golf, it's kind of, kind of tough with Jackson. When he's four years old, obviously, he wants to be involved. He wants to do stuff. But it's really difficult to find something that he can do. Not necessarily at the same level as us, but something where he feels like he's doing something. Mini golf perfect for that. And I know we did that with Mason when he was younger. And the place where we used to go play, they actually had a disc golf course nearby. We had a few discs, and we played. Didn't really know what we were doing, but we kinda had fun at it and yeah.
0: At that time I I went to disc golf class right like a year before because my fourth grade teacher was big disc golf fan. And what we used to do for recess, we used to go in the big field and he used to and we all used to throw the discs out and see so if you could throw it the farthest, and then after that he would throw out and he would throw it out into the field and we would all run and try and catch it. And <laughs> that definitely helped me with trying to get into disc golf and then he started the club where he would like get some baskets and he would teach us how to throw into the baskets and stuff. And then that's when I started um before they even like really knew what it was.
2: Yeah. And we we just we went a couple of times. I think we went in last spring last year and we went in the summer once and it was very infrequent. And part of the appeal also is the cost factor as well. Like discs are pretty cheap to buy. You can pick up a few from a thrift store. Um, it was $2 a round to play, so minimal cost as well. And it's outdoor time as well, which I think is important as well. Something where you can go outside and um, we can all do it together. And, um, yeah, actually, it was when you were doing baseball last summer. Uh, sorry, last fall. And we, and while we were waiting, because he has to report an hour early, there's an open field. Jackson, obviously, is not old enough to stay at home by himself, so he'd come along. We're trying to find things to We'd throw the discs around the open field as well. And then we kind of like, oh, this is pretty cool. We started doing that every practice. Yeah, and it just spiraled out of control. We wa- I, Well, I watch it. I know you do as well. Different things on YouTube as well. We quickly know like who the top people are. And um, I can imagine that being a future podcast at some point. Because I don't think anyone actually does a podcast on Discord at all. So, I would yeah.
1: Listen. I would listen. It sounds fun to me. Speaking of uh, fun to me. Oh, boy. recent episodes of my show have been featuring what many people in the world call the laws of attraction. And I'm noticing certain style of signs, especially with in our little hodgepodge of friends. (laughs) So, with that said, a friend of mine who's now a co-worker, he's says that he believes I'm destined to have a wife of United Kingdom descent. Okay. And the signs are almost blatant now. It's... I can share them. And Mason can actually hear this. He's not going to be pushed to the side because he's entering into that age anyway. So... The signs of possibly having an English wife, British wife, goes brunette, brown eyes, or green eyes, thick, kind of a YouTuber, of what else, and has that gorgeous British accent. (laughs) I've been hearing women for the past few weeks now who actually have British accents. And I almost can tell whenever they do these little hauls that they're British. If they actually talk about Boohoo or ASOS, they're from Britain to me. I'm saying to myself, oh, dear God. And then my coworker, he was telling me, oh, just go off the top of your head. Just go with it. And before we started recording and after talking to my folks, I actually... Listed off different things That have UK ties To me So James Bond is number one By way of movies And my style of shower You Graham are native Son of uh, Britain Our yeah. dear friends Foul original Mags uh, The five nerds Go it. And Uh the former Russell thoughts, I believe they go by, uh, Ring and this girl that I used to talk to, named Megan, all live out in in the UK. When I was growing up, before Mason's age, uh, Junior Giscombe, I think that's his name. Uh, Queen, U two, uh, well, M- A whole bunch of them. Oh, George Michael. Oh, God, I love him. They all were being played on repeat as I was growing up. Uh, Let's see. I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, trilogy, the Dark Knight uh, trilogy, the Batman films from uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan is from the U.K., but Christian Bale, who was Batman... uh, Michael Caine, who was Alfred, and Gary Oldman, who was Commissioner Gordon, are all from the UK. <laughs> and now I'm finding that some of my favorite actresses are from the UK, so I'm just saying to myself, oh, Jesus, what? I think I really am destined for a wife from the UK, maybe. <laughs> and it's all because I got ties to so many people from the UK, and I'm seeing this Come from Russia. So, my question to myself or the universe is like, when is it happening? But I'm not rushing But I thought I'd share it with you too as a lie. It happens
2: when it happens. And it's not anything that you can rush with things like that. But when it happens, well, I'm saying you can't rush it. I met my wife, let me think, five months before I was going to go back to England. I already had my job back in England. And, um, I think I proposed to her probably about three and a half months, something oh. like that wasn't much four months. It wasn't much at all. Um, cause it was like, Hey, I'm moving back to England. I was like, I want you to come back with me, but you can't let, you can't let, if you just in a relationship like that, you've got to be married. So she would have had to change her name of course. And you've got to get new drivers. and Um, you've got to get green cards. There was a whole host of different things, but yeah, it happened. Um, yeah, it happened very, very quickly. Well, but, thank yeah, you. you, That's you just great
1: just I was just about to ask that next. <laughs> like, how did you actually get out with Mason's mother? Oh, man.
2: Well, I think originally we were going to talk about it on, on the Good Cop, Bad Cop. We recorded probably about three hours worth of material. Uh, on the drive back and we were going to split it up into different segments and after a while it was one of those where i was like yeah i I think you can cut that part out we can cut this part out and um because i know he wanted to talk about chris as well and um, i said hey look you can include that but we probably we would i would say me and matt are very close We, we talk regularly anyway so it felt more like um a conversation with a friend rather than something that needed to go out necessarily on podcast. Um, but basically the short version is uh, my roommate at the time, I think I was sick. I didn't go out that weekend. He came back and he said, I've met the perfect person for you. And he'd never said this before. And the person who we'd met was a fellow teacher and he was actually a friend of a friend. So I'd asked the friend, I said, Hey, what was the deal with this, with this person? I was like, um, do you think you could like set us up or something? And um, then, friends said, Oh no, you guys aren't suited at all to each other. So I was like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I just thought I'd ask. And then a week later she said, you know what, actually you guys might be okay together. So she set it up. It was, um, I think it was new year's Eve or the day before. I think it was the 23rd of December. And, um, yeah, we kind of clicked pretty straight, pretty quickly. My buddy who mentioned it was a total pain. Like on date two, he's i I'm telling you guys right now, you guys are getting married. We're like, can you shut up? And, like, third and fourth date, he's there. look, I'm telling you, you guys are going to get back. He is a businessman, and he knows people, and he is the best judge. And that's kind of why I respected his opinion. Once he said this, and with him having never tried to set me up with anyone before, I was like, sure, why wouldn't I look to find what this person's like? And, um, yeah, he nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. And, um, yeah, we'll be having our 14th wedding anniversary coming up in just over a month's time.
1: (laughs) Ha, ha, nice. Oh, man. I'm just coasting myself, Graham. I'm not forcing anything. If this Mm -hmm. truly is really meant to happen, it will happen in the universe's rightful time. So until then, I'm willing to stay single. I'm willing to just go along with whatever else in my life that I want to accomplish. And going back to social media can help we'll see how it does well speaking of hopes for the future what do you guys hope for the future on your end
0: um i don't know yet like talking about like what i want to be when i grow up like all kids want to be like like all kids that are into sports want to be a sports star like that's what i want to do but i'm kind (laughs) of know that it's kind of like so hard to become an athlete like that because like there are so many kids way better than me that train way more than me and have like they have like personal trainers and all that stuff and so they can afford all those like those top-notch personal trainers and they're probably gonna make it and I'm I'm trying to think of like something that I want to do but I don't really know yet, so I'm just trying to go into high school and think of, and I know my teachers are probably going to give us a whole list of jobs and stuff like that, but I don't know what I want to be yet. Um, If I have not, if I, if I have no job, then I'll probably just try and go into the military. Oh,
2: that <laughs> really, um, I don't, wow, that's really came from left field. Like, I wasn't expecting that.
0: It's like, me it's me. not. Like I kind of like it would it wouldn't be fun, but like you get it i think I like training a lot, like I like working out with my friends and stuff, and I like going to baseball practice, and when we go to the weight room, I think that's fun, so that's like i don't, i don't think it's gonna have to go it's just the last resort that I have in the back of my mind
2: I can see um, the connection you make that like um like it's a team thing yes it's not something you buy yourself you're part of a unit yes. and i can see i can see mm-hmm. that connection why you said that um we haven't really talked about careers and one reason i haven't talked about careers is me personally i had no idea i didn't even know when, until i was going to college it wasn't until i was probably in my nearly my last year of college that suddenly it was like yeah i guess teaching i guess teaching could work for me actually it kind of makes sense i had other ideas but it wasn't I think probably the important thing is you keep your options open. You you work hard. Um you keep your options open as long as you can. You study lots of different subjects. Um you don't try and specialize too quickly. Like I'm a math teacher in high school. Math was actually probably not my best subject. Uh, probably my senior year, I had much preferred sociology. I had definitely had other interests as well. And um it But one of those things was, well, I can't really do a job with that necessarily, except for being a sociology teacher. Um, But I knew math was I knew math opens up lots of different avenues along with sciences. So, yeah, I I still think the best the best advice is work hard, do lots of different things and then keep as many options open as you can until you know what you want to do, because you're probably going to change your mind. Um, I know. I know my mom likes to remind me when I was little, like I wanted to be a baker when I was Jackson's age. I have no idea why. Probably when I was your age, I wanted to be a banker because I knew that was to do with numbers and things like that, but it changes over time. So yeah, I think at this age, it's just, um, yeah, learning lots of different skills, learning lots of different things. And I think those sports are really important for you. Things like the baseball, they teach you how to work as a team. Um, the benefits of working hard. I think all those things are great for you. And, Different experiences, like the disc golf, um, going to indie wrestling, rather than just W. We try and get in a lot of different stuff. I know we like to travel a lot as well, or we did when we could. Uh, we'll have to see how that pans out this year. But, yeah, I know you've had lots of different places that you visited as well, and I think that's always a helpful experience too.
0: One thing about going in the military, that they definitely do take care of, like, veterans stuff. Like, they won't be, like, they won't, like, some homeless people <laughs> They're, we're
2: getting a little zachary's yeah, rolling in his eyes here now we've seen some of the political side of some of this and uh, oh, that, yeah. might, that would be nice if that was true but i, I don't know if that's 100 percent true a
0: lot of like homeless shelters and there are a lot of military people in there that's what i see most of them i've
2: seen the signs on the road as well uh former military need money for food. yeah
0: i see like a couple of those but most of them aren't
2: okay
1: well, that's I'm absolutely
0: true. I'm not exactly. saying that, being
1: in that the military absolutely stinks at all, but there is some benefits to it. I've seen it because my dear old dad, he's been a part of the military. So if that's your decision in life, Mason, go with it. Uh, th- that's my advice to you. Otherwise than that, Uh, I don't know if you do this, but if you ever get the chance one day, just take a piece of paper and just write ideas of what you want to do and just look into what they can bring to you and what your skill sets are and build upon them. That's what I can offer. As far as your
0: concerned
2: As a teacher as well. And this is more from being in England rather than being in America, because this side seems to get sadly neglected a lot. Um, Learning a trade is a great idea as well. Uh, not everyone needs to go to college. You don't have to pen spend, and it's a really expensive prospect over here. When I went to college in England, it was, yeah, relatively cheap. I certainly, I know a lot of people talk about having student debt. That's nothing I ever had. By the time I left college, I had almost nothing to pay off at all. So, um, yeah, learning a trade, something like a plumber, electrician, there's a lot of things that you can get into. And then once you've learned that skill, obviously you can set up your own business. And, um, yeah, it's kind of sad to say, but some of those people who do that are probably getting paid more than what I get paid after putting in 20 years on the business. But, yeah, no, there's definitely opportunities out there to do good careers with good salaries, um, without necessarily having to go that college route as well, which I mean, a lot of people... That seems to be the push in American systems. Like, hey, you need to go to college. Uh, not necessarily. Depends what you want to do, of course.
0: I don't think LeBron James went to college. <laughs> no, <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't. He no, he didn't. He was I, remember,
1: <laughs> I remember this exactly when I was in high school. He actually went straight from high school into, there, into the NBA. Just like yeah. that, he was an overnight sensation. So... Yeah. If anybody in the world is listening to this, there's a chance that somebody can be the next LeBron James. But be your own person, please. Don't be like LeBron. Just be your own person. That's the bottom line. Especially you, young Mason, let me tell you right now as you get older. It's fine that you're not like all the other kids. You're, you're your own person. And that's what makes you unique. And I say that you're like Kelsey, but You're not Kelsey. That's the bottom line. You're not her. You have your own essence to you, and Graham raised you right to do so. With that said, I think we can wrap this bad boy up because it's been a good amount of time, and it was fun catching up with you. Okay. Would you like to plug your stuff?
2: If anything. Pointed at me. So I, I say he's not old enough even to have a Twitter account yet. So I have to, I made sure I did put that up on the thing that I run the account. Cause I know there was one of those younger podcasters who actually lost their account because they said, Hey, you're not allowed to have an account before you're 13. Um, Mason's podcast. Mason's uh, Twitter feed is at MGB wrestling pod. Um, all the podcasts come out on the visionaries wrestling network. That's the easiest place. If you go subscribe to them at Biz wrestle B I S. Uh, wrestle net that's the easiest place to find that when all those podcasts come out um i'm at mgb graham and jackson is at mgb jackson five even though he's six years old now and um yeah it was that was probably an important decision for as well probably about just over a year ago i decided to rebrand everybody so everybody was mgb that that was kind of our thing because before no. i about. I, I i have my name in my account which i wanted to remove as well because that's an important thing with social media as well that we haven't talked about some people can post some silly stuff and then when employers go and check out those people they can find all that stuff so that's why i mentioned mgb now and we don't say in the intro anymore what the b stands for but i think most people who have listened to us from day one know. but at least we're trying to minimize our social uh, footprint i guess a little bit but i thought it was important to have an identity and the mgb brand and also to include jackson in that as well i thought he might come down and chat with us actually at some point but i think he's playing or watching video oh, and... he's, in his fort. oh he's in his fort
0: yeah he i would say
2: five year olds five and six year olds have their own things that they like to do and that's perfectly perfectly okay and, um, yeah, Twitter is the easiest place to find us. We are on Facebook, but I haven't done that in a year. Um, the Twitter feed, uh, sorry, the YouTube page as well. We'll post stuff on there occasionally as well. Um, I think you can just find it by going to MGB Wrestling. I think that's the best way to find that. But, yeah, mainly Twitter. That, that'll that tell us when what's coming out. Um, not sure what we're going to be doing for a few weeks. Indie events are being canceled left, right, and center. Um, that's sort of been our staple for the last few weeks. We're putting out our last episode on Monday from an event we've been to. And then after that, I'm not sure. We probably will go back and watch some classic Nova Pro, because we didn't get to see all those. We didn't join that until probably about 25 shows in. So I think we reviewed four of the original ones, so that might be something we go back to. But yeah, very uncertain times. I'm not quite sure what the future of MGB is. And once this thing disappears, he might be doing baseball again, and then we might have to go on hiatus again for a little bit. But yeah, keep checking social media. That's probably the best way.
1: Well, thank God that I actually was able to get you guys today, man, because, heaven forbid... That this thing, no, not heaven forbid, please, God, please let this thing end. Yeah. So we can all actually go back to normalcy, quote unquote, in our lives. But I'm grateful that I was able to get you because I know how busy you guys can be around this time of year, especially with uh, Mason doing the baseball thing and Jackson going along with it and in his own right. And speaking of the six-year-old-to-be, he will be on this show eventually. But I told you, Graham, that I was able to hold my own with you and your sons. I never doubt. I (laughs) watch myself with kids, especially (laughs) friends, dear friends like you. With that said, thank you very much, MGB, for appearing. Hopefully, we will be back with you within the next year. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm surprised that this time of the round, you guys are not high-fiving in the background. <laughs> because I remember the announcement. Oh, oh, that just made my day. Thank you very much. Okay, this has been Zachary Shiloh. This is Black Lions Airspace. Please look out for me. On May 4th, I will be returning to social media under the name of Black Lion 130. Black is spelled exactly how you know it from this show. In the meantime, please email me at ZACSHI130. Don't be afraid to actually live your lives, people. Yes, sure, we're in a nasty epidemic. As I say, one goal, one aim, one road, one focus. Let's love each other. And with that said, there's nothing more to say, but take care of yourselves. Bye.